Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Success is the little things you do each day which accumulate your greatness. That is one of the things we talk about on today's episode of Talking Trading with author, speaker, and entrepreneur, Kwa Boy. Kwa's a young man with a podcast of his own, and we take a look at key lessons learned from the entrepreneurs who have appeared as guests on his show. And could it be that the perfect trader is an intelligent moron? Louise Bedford asked this question in Mind Power. After having trained so many traders in the mentor program, she asked, How clever do you really have to be to trade effectively? Could it be that the perfect trader is actually an intelligent moron? There are some examples of people who are on an ascent in life where their careers and academic qualifications reinforce their sense of superiority. Yet there are others who feel the exact opposite. You see, there are the clever and the not so clever. After having trained many traders to improve their skills on the share market, I've tried to work out why some people succeed and why others go on to become net losers. I've seen people with incredibly superior intellect go on to decimate their superannuation. On the other hand, some people who have not been gifted with such grandiose intelligence achieve remarkable profits. So just how clever do you have to be in order to trade effectively? I'll always remember being approached by an incredibly good-looking, well-groomed gentleman after an expo seminar that I'd run. He was wearing an incredible Armani suit. He had just the right amount of credibility inspiring grey hair at his temples. And when he spoke to me, it was clear that he was from a private education background. However, his first words were, For the life of me, I can't work out how to trade effectively. I've read over a hundred books on trading. And for some reason, I'm still making losses. We chatted for a while. It turns out that he was one of Australia's top neurosurgeons. He described his trading system to me. And I got lost. It was clear that I was going to need to go back to university and study advanced mathematics to understand how he traded. So I stopped him mid-sentence. And I said, trading is actually meant to be quite simple. Maybe you'd better dumb it down a little. He looked at me in utter disbelief. He shook his head and walked away, quite disgusted with our little interaction there. You see, many successful professionals have established an incredible success in their corporate field or even in academia, and they feel that the share market should recognise this and give them some sort of reward. That psychological phenomenon is called the halo effect. It is responsible for an oversimplification of events in the world. If Buzz Aldrin recommends these fitness products, maybe we should buy them because he seems to know a lot about going to the moon. It doesn't work that way in real life. And it's tempting to think that if you've been successful in one area, this should spell automatic success in the share market. This simply does not happen. And in fact, many highly paid corporate professionals who begin trading are actually at a disadvantage. Because of their huge incomes, the losses they make can often 
be a little bit ridiculous in comparison. So they go, I'll keep on funding my trading account with the money that I'm earning from my career. Trading from this perspective negates the importance of discipline. It's far better to trade as if your very life depended on it, even if it doesn't. I guess this is one area where IQ does not guarantee success. Some people with low IQ make great traders. And why would that be? It's because they follow their trading rules without question. At the other extreme is the person who is secretly concerned that they lack the intellectual ability to be an effective trader. They wonder whether they'll ever understand the imagined complexity that trading involves. They feel that they're inferior to others. Maybe they don't have a fancy degree. Maybe in the past they've been told that they're dumb. And that translates directly to this lack of confidence. And you know what? Female traders are often plagued by this sense of inferiority to a greater extent. Research suggests that when feedback is unequivocal and immediately available, women are just as confident in their own abilities as men. However, it was found in many studies that when feedback is absent or ambiguous, women have lower opinions of their abilities and they underestimate their share market performance relative to men. Many people are worried that they don't have what it takes to be a good trader because their IQ is challenged in some way. But let me assure you, having the right level of motivation is much more important than having a superior IQ. You're going to have to flip your perceptions on this. There are distinct advantages in feeling a lack of confidence in your own abilities. Firstly, it's unlikely you'll go on to create a very complex and difficult to follow plan. It's more probable you'll write a plan that is very simple, easy to follow and robust. And you're less likely to suffer the perils of ego. You see, effective trading relies on two central activities. Firstly, you need to generate a trading plan that includes your trading system of entry, exit and position sizing. And secondly, you need to follow that plan. The paradox is you need a fairly high level of intellect to create an appropriate trading plan, but to follow the plan, it's better that you turn the thinking part of your brain off and just trade according to your rules. Having a high level of intellect is an advantage in writing the plan, but it might not assist in your day-to-day -day trading. Often intelligent people struggle, they tinker, they overmeasure, they get caught up in their own trading results. And before you know it, they're not trading as effectively as people who just follow their plan. So if you're struggling in this area, if you're wondering whether you have enough IQ to trade effectively, put that fear aside. The majority of traders who do well are not brilliant people. I'm sorry to burst your bubble here, but heck, all you need to do is write the plan and then follow it. And then you'll be one step closer towards living the trader's life. Need a little short-term trading magic in your life? Chris Tate and I are touring Australia to give you our one-day course so that you can trade the short-term trends and raid the markets. 
We're coming to Sydney, Perth and Melbourne and you want to be in that room as we reveal our secrets. Go to tradinggame.com.au for details. tradinggame.com.au Choir Boy is a writer, speaker, entrepreneur and CEO of ubrelentless.com, a site dedicated to providing entrepreneurs help with motivation, inspiration and productivity. In this interview with Kwa, we take a look at lessons learned from the entrepreneurs who have appeared on his podcast. Kwa Boy, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Thanks very much. I really appreciate being here. Kwa, let's talk about how you started your journey of personal development and you be relentless. It's a good story. I pretty much, it all went down to in my mid-20s. I was a software developer at the time. I was just working in a company. And I remember the boss, he just walked in one day and he just, um, you know, he just came in and just said hello to everyone. I don't know why, but that, that event just really inspired me to start my own business. So anyway, I quit that job and then I started my first business in web design and, um, and development. And then from that point, I just remember I was just reading tons and tons of books on how to start a successful business. How old were how you at market. this point? I think I was about 24. thought, uh, you know, I better start young and then build up a lot of experience so so yeah i was just i was just surrounding myself with tons and tons of books on personal development just like um, what you've read i think it's seven habits of highly effective people by stephen covey yes Uh, that's a really powerful book that was one of the first books that i read and that just really changed my way of thinking i just surround myself with lots of uh, mentors i listen to a lot of audio cds and then um over time uh what i did was i became really inspired to you know uh chase after my goals because because of all this knowledge that I was learning, it really changed my way of thinking. So then I set goals such as, you know, traveling around the world, uh, writing books and, uh, you know, also, uh, yeah, just creating events and everything. And then um, I started a, a – first of all, I started a website. It was actually called um, Secrets Entrepreneur. And this website was all about marketing and entrepreneurship. So every single day I just kept writing content to that site. And then a few years later I decided to uh, start another one, which is You Be Relentless. And then I took all the concepts that I learned from that website, Secrets Entrepreneur, and then reinvested it into UB Relentless. And uh, yeah, now I'm just putting a lot of great content out there, you know, featuring um, successful people and what they're doing. Uh, so that's pretty much how the whole concept of UB Relentless came out, came about. It just came from adversity to, you know, ins- inspiration and motivation. So let's talk about the psyche of success and the mindset of success and major mm-hmm. lessons that you learned from Darren Hardy. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I, I would say the the biggest thing that I learned is definitely the the compound effect from from Jan, Darren Hardy because from from all of my research and study, I found that success it's really not just one big big jump towards something. It's really the small little things that you do every single day that accumulates that you achieve success. So. For example, if you want to lose weight, you have to really um, go to the gym, even though it's boring, you don't want to do it. But if you do that consistently over time, you will lose weight. If you make the choice of not ordering a burger and fries and you just make the choice of having a salad instead, all those little choices add up and therefore adds up to your waistline, your wallet and your relationships. <laughs> it's not just with you know with money, it's also with relationships. If you're not paying attention you know, to your girlfriend or your wife, then over time, adds up and therefore going to leave you for someone else, right? It's the compound effect. Let's talk about the weekly rhythm register. What's that? Yeah. 
Yeah, this is, uh, I've been doing this for, I think, nearly a couple of years so far. So this is going back to the compound effect. It's all about um, doing the little steps every single day that goes towards your big three goals. So the weekly rhythm register, it's a spreadsheet that you use to track all these little um, activities that you do towards those big three goals. So let's say that you want to uh, lose weight, get your abs or get a six pack. Well, uh, find out what's the two or three things that you need to do every single day that will help you get to, um, that will help you do that and then you track it. So um, for my for my weekly register, what I've got is I make sure I do my insanity workouts. So that's this home workout where I do pyrometrics. Um, I also count my calories, make sure it's under 2,000 calories. At the end of the day, I do those two activities and I tick it off. And then I make sure that I hit my quota, which is five times a week. And then I know that over time, maybe about six months, 12 months, then I'll be able to lose the weight and so forth. Um, so that applies to also... Uh, business as well if you're building or if you're building an online website then my my two key vitals is to write content every day and also to keep publishing videos as well and then over time it just adds up so you can take the weekly rhythm register and you can put it towards any goal that you want it could be saving money it could be um, building a more loving and and deep relationship with your your girlfriend or your husband and you do these things every single day consistently and then over time it just accumulates and uh, and then you'll be in a completely different spot in two years' time, and being Ooh. consistent, being very consistent. Consistency, that's a key yeah. to successful people, isn't mm. it? Let's talk about the insane productivity and mastery. Yeah, that's uh, that was a course that um, was released by Darren Hardy once again. So once again, he interviewed so many uh, you know, Fortune 500 companies or these powerful executive CEOs, and he found that um, it wasn't that they were working 10 times harder than you or they were 10 times smarter than you. They just did this, the, the key things that, um, that was most important in their lives and they just did it over and over again. And, um, and pretty much insane productivity is all about figuring out the key things that you need to do every single day and then you just work it. You just work it. You put it into a plan and you just stay consistent. What's yeah. Darren Hardy's book called? It's called um, The Compound Effect, and he's got another entrepreneurship book, Join the Ride, and that's all about starting a business and uh, you know just, just facing your fears and going after it. So, But The Compound Effect is one of my favorite books. Let's talk about some of your guests now that you have on your show, because you speak to a yep. lot of people. Andrew Ferriby, what did you learn from him? Founder of Knowledge for Men. Confidence yeah, yeah. in the so, strength. That's very manly. Yeah, it's very manly. So, um, so his story is that he went through a bad breakup, and he, I think, Ouch. he was dumped. And yeah, uh, it's it's never pain. It's never a good feeling, right? And uh, yeah, so he he went through a breakup, and then he ended up being broke, and he was living on a couch with his brother, and he was in a lot of debt and everything. And then he uh, he started reading lots of books on personal development. You can see a, a pattern there, and um, he became he learned a lot about himself, how to build confidence. And, uh, you know, and how to also approach women as well. So it was a lot about teaching guys how to, um, you know, man up and then go after women, approach them and, uh, yeah, just, 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 just own who you are. Important when I, you're young. It, it is. It is. I, I think it's also important later on because a lot of people, um, you don't really, well, a lot of guys don't go through this ritual of, you know, becoming a man, I guess. You just leave school and just go get a job and then you just skip the whole thing. It's uh, it's like the movie Three Hundred that the Spartan warriors go through a a ritual where they become, you know, stronger, and they have to go out there fight these tigers and everything, and therefore they become a strong Spartan man. So I think that's what's missing in today's society is uh, yeah, where are those tigers? That, they should be here in the city. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All so, right, let's talk about Aaron Torres, wealth management Aaron CEO. Torres. I came across Adam Torres. He is the founder of Wealth International, and he's written a book. He's written a book called Money Matters. And I interviewed him. I called him up and interviewed him, and asked him what's the key thing to make for for people to become more successful. What's the key takeaway if there's one thing that you've learnt? <laughs> and the thing is, um, he said that cash flow is key. It's cash flow. Mm-hmm. It's all about if you're earning a certain income, you have to look at the the net cash flow that you're getting when you minus all your expenses. So let's say, say for example, um, you're earning $1,000 per month for simplicity's sake. You're getting $1,000, but your expenses is $700 per month. So that means you have $300 left over. That's your cash flow. You have to always make sure that your cash flow is always increasing because if as soon as it decreases, then you can't save, you can't invest, you're, you're always just above the water. So you have to look for income streams, you have to reduce your expenses and increase that cash flow. Um, this goes into the uh, the book by Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, Robert Kiyosaki. He talks about this in his uh, in his Cash Flow Quadrant and also in his board game, Cash Flow 101. If you've played the game, I'm sure you've played the game and uh, it teaches you to, to manage your finances and make sure that cash flow is always is very healthy because it gives you a buffer. Let's talk about some top books that you'd recommend to change people's thinkings and thinking in life because you've read a lot. Let's cut to the chase and get some names. Sure, sure. Um, so Personal Development Stuff, Compound Effect by Darren Hardy once again. Uh, Strengths Finder 2.0 by Tom Rath. This is a very powerful book. The concept behind this is if you, he found, he, he did a lot of research and he found that a lot of people tend to try and improve their, their weaknesses when they already have their existing strengths. So what you do is you just forget your weaknesses, just double down on your strengths. So find out what your strengths are and just keep doing it over and over again. And therefore they'll take you to the top. So, um, next rule by the Grant, by Grant Cardone. This this guy's awesome. He he's you know he owns his own private jet. Yeah, he's influence his big influence on Instagram and everything. And he teaches you how to think big. If you if you're thinking too small and you're going out there achieving your goals, it's it's you know it's not really self fulfilling. But if you if you just increase the way you think, just think bigger, you tend to just go out there and, and achieve it. So uh, the big thing I learned from him was uh, the four degrees of action. One was um, uh, there's different ways of taking action. There's Take no action. You're either retreating. You're taking normal levels of action, or you're taking ma- massive action. And uh, he said, in order for him to earn his half a billion dollar income, is that he took massive action. So that was one thing I learned from him. Um, another one is Sun Tzu: Art of War. Uh, that this is a very uh, crazy book. It's <laughs> it's hard to understand. You probably have to go and get the summaries of, of it. I, I actually spent maybe a couple of years just trying to get all the concepts, but uh, Sun Tzu Art of War is a very powerful book. It teaches you all about strategies, tactics, and and a lot of uh, military uh, commanders are using this today, today and a lot of um, entrepreneurs and CEOs are using it. And, and I've used it in the past. It's, it's very powerful stuff, so that's really good. Um, in terms of finance, there's also Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. That's a good one. Uh, Cashflow 101 Game by Robert Kiyosaki once again. Uh, Richard's, Richard's Man in Babylon, that's all yes. about personal finance. That's a really good one. It's all about – the way it's explained, it's, it's like an analogy, and uh, it's really easy to remember. It's all about mm-hmm. personal finance, managing your fi- finances. And, of course, all of Louise Bedford's books. Qua, for people to find out more about you, where can they go? 
it's uh, I've got a website called youberelentless.com. So it's all about uh, business, inspiration, motivation, success. And uh, yeah, just go to my website, youberelentless.com. Uh, you can join my community. There's uh, it's, it's a growing community of all these high achievers and people who, you know, you connect with lots of like-minded people. And uh, you'll be able to, you know, hear a lot of podcasts and I'll be sending you lots of free content as well. So just go to youberelentless.com and, uh, and check it out. Well, thanks for coming on to Talking Trading today. It was great to talk to you. Thanks a lot for that, Carolyn. Stay tuned next week for CEO of Boost Juice, Janine Alice, and her journey from the kitchen table to a global empire. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week in the markets. We'll see you next show. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary, and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free hot or not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.